This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. The SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is a visit with Eric Heft and Ben Bruns as we get ready for tomorrow's Big 12 Conference Championship game. And our SciCast, as always, is presented by Authentic Brand, more than just your source for official cyclone gear. With an amazing team of designers, Authentic Brand can custom manufacture polo shirts, jackets, caps, bags, and beyond for your team or small business. Check them out online at AuthenticBrand.com. Look authentic, feel authentic, be authentic. It almost feels surreal now that we're here, at least two of the three of us anyway, and Ben's all on the way. But here we are, and, and Eric and I are both looking out our windows in our hotel room at AT&T Stadium, and Iowa State will be playing in the Big 12 Conference Championship game tomorrow. And it kind of sinks in when you see this huge, huge stadium right out your window, doesn't it, Eric? Um, it's incredible. They've talked about it. the magnitude, the size of it. I mean, eight Astrodomes would fit inside – uh, AT&T Stadium to give you some idea of how massive it is but you know it, it's kind of like uh, channeling Hoosiers here you go down to the field you know and it's uh, hey it's 120 yards from end line to end line 53 yards wide I don't think Matt's going to have to pull that pull those kind of things out but it, it's going to be a magnitude of which Iowa State really hasn't played in in my memory. And Oklahoma has, right? Let's not forget the fact that uh, that group has been there, done that over and over and over again here. And it is a factor that matters. But, you know, this Iowa State team, as you mentioned, Eric, has done such a good job of locking away those things that don't matter and eliminating the distractions around them. And and in the midst of this pandemic and, and all the controls and things they've had to enact to be able to get to this point, the discipline of this football team is really unmatched uh, in, in the Big 12. And, and I would care to say the rest of the top 10. Today's SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Oklahoma is trying to win its sixth consecutive Big 12 Conference Championship. They're 10-1 in Big 12 Championship games. And Iowa State, of course, playing in it for the first time. Guys, yesterday, awards were passed out, and man, did Iowa State get in line. You know, I mean, you're talking about an incredible amount of honors for the Cyclone players and coaches, very richly deserved, and uh, I think maybe get some attention of a lot of people around the country of just how good this football team is, that there's that much respect within the league that you would have the Offensive Player of the Year in Brees Hall, the Defensive Player of the Year in Mike Rose, the Coach of the Year in Matt Campbell, and nine first-team all-conference players and newcomers of the year. I mean, just the list goes on and on. It's 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 awesome to see that. It is awesome on so many levels. I mean, just the fact I mean, people talk about how many five-star, four-star recruits Iowa State has, you know, but it's, it's a matter about what you do when you're given the opportunity. Iowa State players have certainly uh, maximized that. They've been uh, – uh, they've had incredible careers so far, incredible years, and – to think that Iowa State had nine first team, had 22 in the last five years, but nine this year is pretty incredible. Before that, it was a little more uh, few and far between. Ben, you mentioned a little bit ago about Oklahoma's been here so many times. And I think that could be a psychological advantage. But on the other hand, I think just the, the fact that Iowa State 
swept all these honors. I mean, I think that gives our guys to say, hey, you know what? We are good. You know, we're good enough and we can win this game. I just think the fact that they're recognized by the coaches. This wasn't the media, which not that I don't have respect for their all Big 12 honors as well, but the coaches see man, who's actually getting it done. And I think it's just incredible that these players were recognized, uh, so many of them, because so many guys have contributed. And what were we talking yesterday, John? Seven of Iowa State's nine first-teamers are not seniors, which is uh, another program statement. So, Ben, obviously uh, that is a a tremendous haul of awards and and maybe most impressive of all, Matt Campbell, the coach of the year in the Big 12 Conference for the third time in the last four years as picked by his peers. Wow. Wow. You know, and 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 I'm sure that Matt would point to his staff and say, you know, that this is a huge part to do with what they do. Uh, Guys, I don't watch football teams that are better prepared than Iowa State. It's most specifically noticeable when when you see the defense. When the defense identifies a formation or, or a motion or even just how somebody is is set up pre-snap, they are so tuned in and their keys are so obvious and they read them so quickly that they react to things that other people can't react to in, in the same time period and and how do you run a three-man front? but have one of the best rushing defenses in the country. And it's because you got dudes, right? But it's because you know the tendencies and your safeties are available, but not committed, right? Your your linebackers are so good at scraping over and filling gaps and, and taking things away because of how that defensive line sets it up and the pre-snap read. I experienced it once. When I was a senior in 2000, we had a heck of a football team. And we played Texas A&M, and, and our offensive coordinator for the prior two years uh, was had left and had joined A&M staff, Pete Hayner. And we would, before the, before the ball was snapped, we'd do something, and their middle linebacker would be shouting, hey, zone right here, zone right here. And it's exactly what we were about to run. You want to talk about a hard day? A hard day is when your defense knows what's happening before you go do it. We were going to run a draw play, and, and the linebacker screaming out, draw, 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 right here. Iowa State does that to people week in and week out. And I just think it, it's preparation. It, it's attention to detail. And I, I think at a macro level, it's leadership that is uncommon in today's world. You start out with a great plan and great preparation. And then the ability to make the micro adjustments in the game when they're doing uh, some things a little bit differently. We've seen Iowa State adjust defensively and offensively over the course of the season in game. And all of a sudden, you're able to finish the game strongly and come away with a win. We've seen that on multiple occasions this year. Get ready for your tailgate with Authentic Brand, proudly creating Cyclone gear. Authentic Brand makes all kinds of Cyclones apparel, from T-shirts to dress shirts, hats, bags, and more. You'll love the huge selection and all in cardinal and gold. Find it at local retailers or order online at AuthenticBrand.com. And I think the the quarterback of that defense is Greg Eisworth, uh, the first player to earn first-team All-Big 12 honors three consecutive years. He played, I thought, one of the best games of his career against West Virginia. And, and he is so good, I think, guys, at, at getting everybody in place and just kind of being the Brock Purdy of the defense. Would you guys agree with that or not? I do. I do. I think, I think Greg, especially when Iowa State was still developing 
their run defense up front and really developing the group of guys up front that could do this week in and week out and take the pressure off of him. He was a guy who was filling gaps and seeing everything and, and making it all happen and really got beat up, right? I mean, you think about how many tackles he had a couple of years ago. That's hard duty, being everywhere all at once. The coolest part about this is now he's able to take a role where he doesn't have to be everywhere at once. They've got everybody going everywhere at once and, and or going the right places at the right times. And I, I just think that is a testament to the leadership of not only him, but Mike Rose and and uh, others inside that defensive huddle. He and fellow senior Lawrence White, you know, have taken Aishim Young under their wing. And Aishim is the guy now who can deliver a lot of those blows that Greg used to have to. And yeah, the fact that Greg doesn't have to make as many tackles is a great thing. And I think he's maybe was smarter defensive players I've seen in Iowa State in a long time. And that's and that's a really important point. Just Iowa State has a lot of smart football players. And what you were just talking about, Ben, you can't do that without smart football players. And it was evident yeah. again, another award announced today, Iowa State had the most academic all Big 12 honorees of any Big 12 conference <laughs> school, 44 of them. Great wow. article today, great article today by Max Olson in The Athletic about the culture at Iowa State and about Matt Campbell and how deeply he cares for these guys. But Matt has always said, if you're a good student first, the rest of it will take care of itself, but you have to, it kind of has to be your starting point. And, and he doesn't just preach it. It absolutely is. Guys are held to that standard at Iowa state. And I think it's one of the reasons they're so successful on the football field. Yeah. There's real discipline in that, that has to, that has to exist. And they've recruited guys who are good students and want to get great educations and that come from winning backgrounds, right? Where, where everybody's done the little things right. And it shows up with everything you just talked about. Guys, I want to take a look at the narrative out there that I think is very popular among the, the national pundits that Oklahoma is far better than when they faced Iowa State in Ames in Octo on October 3rd. And I don't doubt that for a minute. I think they absolutely are. I think what's been underplayed is that Iowa State is a much better football team than they were on October 3rd and has continued to improve and grow as the season has gone on. And it's playing its best football right now. Iowa State's playing dominant football right now, too. These are two teams playing their best football the season. And to be honest, Iowa State right now absolutely playing both sides of the football the best they've played. It's not just sometimes you'll have one side and the other one is maybe hanging on with injuries. Iowa State is, has been healthy for the most part. When someone's gotten hurt, someone else has stepped up and done a, a really good job. But I, I think the big thing, you know, for, for Iowa State right now is the continuity that they've been able to, to build. And I don't know how much goes into the new strength and conditioning coach, Dave Andrews. I, I don't know. But this team still looks fresh to me. And that maybe hasn't been the case in previous years. That was something you talk about adjusting your what you do and strength and conditioning coach is such a huge part of your football program. But just to make a change like that, I think it's helped Iowa State be at this spot where they are playing their best football at the end of the year. But kudos to Matt Campbell for saying, hey, we, we've had three really good years back to back. We need to get better and willing to make the change and, and try something different. And it seems to be paying off. That is a really astute point, and it, it does really matter. You know, we, we had a great strength and conditioning staff when, when I was at 
Iowa State with Matt McGettigan, and it changes a culture and it builds resiliency and you know the positivity and the focus and the and the discipline that all come with that kind of training, but also the results, right? This team is is well conditioned, but they are strong. They're physical, and you know this offensive line is light years ahead of where anybody thought it would be coming into this season. And it's one of the best in the country. And if I can attribute one aspect of this season to how well the Cyclones have done, it's the play of that offensive line. You know, after Trevor Downing got hurt in the first half of uh, the first game, to have a number of guys have to step in and you got two freshmen on the right side. I mean, wow, this is crazy what these guys have done. And they just show up and, and throw down and they're going to have to on Saturday because, you know, Perkins is back and, and uh, those two interior D well, really this whole D line for, for uh, OU is probably miffed that they weren't on first team uh, all big 12. And they're also really skilled and, and, uh, and good football players. Yeah. All three of those uh, defensive linemen for Oklahoma were on the second team, Ronnie Perkins, Perry and Winfrey, who we were very impressed with in, in Ames, and then Isaiah Thomas, who's had a great, great season. So they do have a stout defensive line. In fact, nobody other than Brees Hall has rushed for more than 73 yards against Oklahoma this year. Brees ran for 139 and two touchdowns. And again, Ben, it comes back to, man, the, the story of this football season. And Eric, I'm sure you absolutely agree with this is Iowa State's offensive line. I mean, there's a lot of well, great stories. There's a lot of great stories, but none are more surprising, none are better than the evolution of that offensive line. Yeah, you know, I think we talked about this before, you know, but it's about building a program. We want to build a program. You have to be able to start in the trenches so, so you won't just be a flash in the pan or a one-hit one wonder. I think Iowa State has done that on both sides of the football. The other thing about Matt Campbell, too, we were talking about the change he made in strength and conditioning. I can promise you whether Iowa State wins its next two games or loses them, doesn't really matter. He's going to sit down at the end of the year and say, how can we take the next step? What other changes do we need to make? He's not a guy that's going to stand pat. He's going to try to find a way. I mean, he's always striving to be better. And even if Iowa State climbs the mountaintop, if you will, by winning tomorrow and then winning a bowl game too, He's not going to be satisfied. And I think the drive that he has is going to, going to continue. Couldn't agree more. I mean, just the excellence that, that's demanded of himself first, right? That's, that's what great leaders do. They demand excellence of themselves. And then they bring others into that vision and, and find people that want to buy in and commit. And Matt told his staff back several years ago after Clemson won their first national championship, it was actually during the national championship game, said, listen, you better be w- willing to do the work. Because, you know, these guys, eight, eight years before that, had, uh, had only won one game. And uh, Dabo had built in that period of time a team that could go win a national championship and beat Alabama, right, uh, his, his alma mater. And Matt said, we're going to do that. So don't, don't think for a second that you can take a break because I, I'm going to make sure you don't. And, and I want to make sure that you're with me in this. Everybody laughed, right? People – People laughed at Iowa State saying we want to compete for the playoff and and still do, you know, right? Um, so if there's any lack of motivation, not, not that there's a lack of motivation anywhere, but, uh, you know, you'd sure love Reese Davis to have to sit there and, and watch us play in a national championship game and win. I, I like the vision you're creating, uh, Ben, very much. If it's going to happen, a big part of it is going to be Brock Purdy. And 
we have seen him playing at such a high level here in recent weeks. And what, what really blows me away watching him is the escapability. Just that, and we talk, I talked about this maybe a couple of podcasts ago about Brees Hall and his football IQ. Brock Purdy has a very high football IQ too, and he can sense that pressure coming and get away from it. He's only been sacked 10 times all season. Again, a testament to the offensive line, but also to Brock. And, and not only can he get out of the pressure, he can still make a play. I think the narrative that, you know, Brock Purdy had a bad start to the season. Granted, his first game, it was a struggle, struggled in a lot of areas for Iowa State. But he really hadn't played poorly. He just hadn't played to the expectations of, of what we were hoping the progress would be from, from year two to year three. But in recent weeks, I mean, he's been almost perfect. I mean, he, he, he doesn't take the sack. He keeps plays alive, keeps his eyes downfield. And I think a lot of Iowa State's success uh, one of the things that makes Iowa State so difficult to defend right now is all the different ways you can attack. And part of that is the quarterback run, which has become a part of it a little bit more. Not a lot, but just enough. Hitting on the right notes in that quarterback run game or a occasional scramble, I think that's really tipped Iowa State, put them over the top. and It'll be a big part tomorrow, I think, for Iowa State to win. On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when it's supported by Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones' John Deere dealer of choice. Iowa State is in a position where if they win, they will have beaten Oklahoma twice in one season. They'll have won at Texas. Uh, they'll have won at TCU. They'll have uh, handily defeated Kansas State and West Virginia. I know that there's still some out there that say Iowa State has no chance of getting in the college football playoff. Mm. I, I would say, you know, hey, stack me up the number of great wins for, for other teams that are vying for a spot in there. You know, I mean, those victories have got to count for something. I know the two losses hurt, but you got to stack up some wins too, and they have to be quality wins. And if you can add a conference championship to the equation – now you really have something. Imagine just for a second that, that Iowa State goes and puts a beat down on Oklahoma. It, just imagine that, right? Like, isn't that a nice, isn't that a nice thing to think about for just a second? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't necessarily envision that, but you know, Clemson and Notre Dame still have to play again. And if Notre Dame wins a second time, uh, just like Iowa State having to play OU and win a second time, we could very easily see a matchup of the Irish and, and the Cyclones again this year. And, you know, I know that's a game that Iowa State wishes they had back too. So, you know, you got to take care of business one play at a time tomorrow and, and then see what happens. Obviously, it's still a long shot for Iowa State, you know. And as Ben said, one play at a time, uh, try to win the game. And if you end up winning convincingly, I don't know that it would be enough. But the fact that we're having this conversation – you know, on December 18th, to me, is incredible. And, and you know, I'm going to enjoy it because you don't know how often this is going to happen. We think this program, and we know this program has progressed beyond well, some, of our, some of our wildest dreams. We don't know that it's going to continue. I, I certainly think it will. We need to enjoy this. And if we get in the playoffs, that would be great. But uh, this season is going to be defined by a group of guys uh, a whole program that has been committed and taken one big step after one big step to be where they are 
to play in a championship game tomorrow. And if anything more happens beyond that, to me, that is uh, total gravy. I like it. I like the thought process. Gentlemen, can't wait to see you tomorrow at the stadium. And uh, let, let's go do exactly what Eric said. Let's let's go enjoy this one. Perfect. See you guys. All right. Today's SciCast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening.